All right, uh, this is Brent Leary and recording for another one of these small business trends conversations. I love doing these things. And uh, my next guest is David Paramentor. He is the Director of Data and Engineering for Adobe Document Cloud. David, thank you for joining me. Hey, thanks. It's really nice to be talking with you, Brent. Thank you. So we're going to get into a conversation of AI, and it's almost sort of like meat and potatoes AI. And we have to just kind of discuss what that means and how that could help regular traditional small business folks. But before we do that, uh, why don't you give us a little bit of your personal background? Oh, sure. So um, I work for the Adobe Document Cloud, and that's really the group that focuses on knowledge workers within the company. So this is Acrobat, this is Adobe Sign, this is, you know, it's enterprise workflows, but that ex totally extends down into small business. And many of our customers are either small businesses or organizations, you know, tight-knit organizations within larger uh, larger companies that really are like small businesses. Um, so my background is actually in big data, which I'm sure you covered five years ago. Um, and um, and then I actually, prior to that, I had worked in speech recognition a uh, pretty long time ago when that was first being commercially viable in the late 90s. Um, and many of the techniques that we use then are have been superseded by what we what we can do now. But it's the same general feeling. One of the things about AI is these are systems that fail all the time. So you have to, it's quite an interesting problem to work in because, you know, it's like a, Ted Williams hit over 400. That means he failed 60% of the time. Um, and so it's much the same with any of these systems that are built on top of probability. So let's talk a little bit about uh, the more maybe practical side of AI. We uh -huh. hear a lot about the, the kind of the high flyer examples, but you look at it from a more pragmatic approach. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so... So Adobe's a big company, and we've been around for quite a while, and we invest heavily in basic research. However, our point of view for, for AI generally is that we want to solve real problems. And so, you know, if you're using Photoshop and, you're, you know, take, something takes a long time to do, we want to use AI to help speed that up. So if you are a Creative Cloud customer, you're getting a lot of AI features already. And if you're a Document Cloud customer and you use our scan app, you're already getting some of our Sensei features. We call we call our AI branded as uh, Sensei, Adobe Sensei. And these are basically features that just speed up work that you could have done some other way. For example, it's really easy to take a piece of paper from your doctor and take a picture of it and poof, it's in the cloud and then you can process it further. Um, you could do this with a scanner, with a flatbed scanner, but we speed it up. Uh, and then, you know, because it's a piece of paper, it might be kind of crumpled or look kind of weird. And we fix all the imagery on it so that it looks like like a flat piece of paper. And that's AI. It, you know, it can be as simple as that. And that's that is, you know, believe me, it's actually not that easy to do back in the back office. But from a user's point of view, you're already getting an AI feature uh, with something like that. So talk a little bit about the whole idea of how AI is going to impact the future of work. We, I've heard that a lot. Um, but maybe you can give us a couple of examples. Yeah, so I think in some ways AI is not different than high-tech generally. High-tech will let you do something more efficiently that you could, you know, that you could do expensively before. A travel agency would be an example of something that is much, much easier to do now than it was, you know, 20 years ago. Um, but it also lets you do things that you just can't do um, very easily at all. So, for example, it would be really, really hard for you to like go through all of your log data if you're running a server or through all of your customer calls if you're running a call center 
and spot trends. That would just be very, very inefficient. So you'd ask your call center people or your, or your ops people, what's going on? And they would put their finger in the air and say, well, I think this. But the data could tell you these things. And that those kind of uh, workflows, I, I think, are accessible to anybody. And also, let's talk a little bit about the idea of uh, where this fits in with small businesses. A lot of small businesses, I just, I just participated in a survey, and they don't think AI is for them. They think that right. it's something for bigger enterprises, that it doesn't really benefit the small guy. But what are, where are you seeing AI fit in with small businesses? Well, I can see a couple of areas right off the bat. And first off, my message to your audience is you probably have a lot of data, and that data is really valuable and is of great interest to companies like mine. So don't give it away. Um, but on the other hand, don't waste it. It's sitting there waiting to be used. Um, so I think that you know some small business people might say, this isn't for me. I'm not Facebook. I'm not Google. I'm not Adobe. I'm not Salesforce. Um, but I see it a little bit differently. I think there are ways to get in the game uh, that, well, I can imagine. I'm not a small business owner. Uh, but for example, let's imagine you wanted to get it, have a support line. And, you know, dedicated support staff is really not possible. But on the other hand, you have you understand your domain pretty well. You could train up a chatbot, as an example. And, you know, I, I went to a conference and learned a lot about chatbots. And these are real. These are happening now. That's AI. And a lot of times people are like, it's great. I got the answer I wanted in, in no time at all. Um, so it can be that could be a win. A, an example of an AI system that everybody uses today and they don't even think about it is like um, spam detection. So if everybody has a spam detection fe feature or, you know, some kind of fraud detection, and you need that, and that, that's an AI feature that can get you in the game, the next generation uh, beyond that would be what we call, in my field, anomaly detection. And this is like, for example, when you find out that your sales are about to dip and you don't know why, um, you can measure your sales, but you could also look at the data behind the sales and say, well, what were the store visits like or what was the, um, you know, what were our ad impressions like? And there might be secondary things that are hard to relate, but they could be telling you that you're about to have an event, either that it's a good one or a bad one. And that's this is a classic anomaly detection field, and this is the kind of thing that it, you know a data scientist can do now if they have access to the data. So how far away are we from AI not being a nice-to-have, but being an absolute must-to-have? I think... Um, I don't think it's going to be like there's this day where everything's AI. It's not going to be, you know, like Skynet or, uh, you know, you know, Terminator 4. Um, I think what will happen is it will grow up around us. And you'll uh, I saw a great quote the other day, um, Brent, where somebody said, you know, when something starts working, it stops being AI. Um, and 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 I really I really like this because nobody thinks of spam filtering as being AI. But in fact, you know, that's how it started. And so I think what you're going to see is stuff that works. I think the average person in the audience, I imagine, is really watching their pennies. They don't want to throw money out the window. And so they're going to look for things that work. They're going to find out from their peers, oh, that worked. And that's how you're going to see it being adopted. And there will be a period in the future. I, I'll, I guess, Brent, if I had to answer your question, I would say this is the, the day you describe is pretty far out, let's say 20 years. Wow. Um, but it's going to start. It's going to get bigger and bigger as we, as we go. And so how do we start getting small businesses to kind of realize the impact that AI could have on their businesses? Well, I think 
I think the average small business, I'm guessing, because I don't work in the field, is going to likely be working with a vendor. Um, and so the vendor is going to make all kinds of outlandish promises. And I'm sure you've seen this over and over again. And I'm not here to make any promises at all on behalf of, <laughs> on behalf of my company. Um, but I think what you're going to see is, you know, vendors are going to say, oh, you have this problem and we have a solution. My advice is focus on a real problem, not a toy problem. So, you know, what a really great way to pose the question to yourself is if I only knew X, I could do Y, whatever it is, right? And if, in fact, you don't know how to get the answer to X, ask the vendor, can you answer this question for me? And if the answer is yes, then that's a good time to begin the conversation. And how is Document Cloud employing AI to help uh, these businesses be more efficient and effective? Well, I think that um, there's several different answers. The the short-term answer is that we have we have AI filter features built into our Sensei uh, into our Adobe Scan app, uh, which you can get in the App Store for free right now, and they're pretty slick. Um, so give that a try. Um, and then the other answer I would say is you need to come back to me later this summer. <laughs> oh, there's some some news that uh, you can't talk about yeah. now, right? <laughs> okay. That's that's correct. Okay, well, so for folks to be able to do that, where can they go to learn more about what Adobe is doing in Document Cloud? They should, they should come to adobe.com, and they can look up the Document Cloud, and you'll see, uh, you'll see quite a bit of information about what we, you know, what we do now and what the problem space that we're in, which is you know, not really for knowledge workers of all stripes. Um, the other thing that I recommend people do is they continue to track Adobe Sensei and see, look for our corporate pronouncements across the entire uh, our feature suite. Um, and we're making a series of really bold announcements um, uh, pretty much every month in terms of the kind of things that Adobe is tackling uh, with its Sensei brand. David, thanks again for the time. Thank you, Brent. It was really nice to meet you, and good luck to all you small business people.